Leslie Miles coming to you today presenting Hagar. So who is Hagar in the Old Testament? Hagar is the servant uh, of Sarah, Abraham's wife. And God plays a mighty role in the lives of all three of these characters. That would be Abraham, his wife Sarah, and Hagar. And so how the story goes is that um, many years ago, God had promised Abraham a, a, a son and through this son he would make a, a covenant and because uh, he had not had a child with his wife uh, early in life uh, Sarah decided that she would hand over her handmaid to her husband to bear a, a, a son so that this prophecy could be uh, fulfilled and here's the um, here's the prophecy that uh, God made with uh, Abraham it says, I will make you a great nation and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And in all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Uh, and that's Genesis 12, 2 to 3. And then God uh, said, uh, Then Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. Kings shall come from you, and I will establish my covenant between you and your descendants after you in their generation for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. That's Genesis 17, 3 through 7. So we see that uh, God had made a, a a, a promise to Abraham that he would have an heir and that his nation would become great. But Sarah, being impatient uh, after she had not become pregnant uh, in, in so long, then she decided that she would hand over her uh, younger handmaid from um, from Egypt. And scripture tells us that Hagar was uh, Egyptian. And as a result of that, uh, uh, Hagar did become pregnant. And so while during her pregnancy, uh, she became uh, haughty and, and she despised Sarah. And uh, as a result of this continuous uh, new attitude she had because she's now carrying Sarah's husband's child, um, Sarah, uh, you know, had to deal very harshly with her. And so Hagar ran away and she ran out into the desert. And as she was out in the uh, desert, destitute, pregnant, not knowing where to go, um, you know, God had compassion on her, and he saw her out there, and uh, this was Abraham's son that was in her belly, and so God told her to return back to her, um, return back to Sarah, and to become obedient, and so uh, Hagar did return back to Sarah, really she didn't have any other place to go, and uh, she turned back to him, and she did have the baby, and they named the, uh, the child Ishmael, and so, um, this is what God says to her. It says, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man, and his hand shall beat against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Uh, that's Genesis 16, 11 through 12. And uh, it goes on to say, Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be 
counted for multitude. That's in verse 10. So we see that um, God did uh, bless uh, Hagar because that was Abraham's seed that was inside of her. And he told her to go back and be obedient. So after the child is born, uh, I would imagine Hagar uh, felt a little bit more um, power in the relationship, I would say. And so her insubordination continued and it continued year in and year out. And it it just got to the point where uh, Sarah just could not take it anymore. So she told Abraham, her husband, to put this woman out and put the son out. And of course, Abraham has been there with his son now for uh, 13 years. They've been living uh, under the same roof. He's bonded with his son. And, you know, I'm sure he did not want to do that. And so uh, scripture tells us that God had to go visit Abraham and told Abraham to listen to his wife, to put the woman out. And uh, so that's what Abraham did. He got up the next morning and he fixed, you know, food for them and he gave them water um, and uh, he put them out. So uh, Hagar found herself out in the desert. Uh, and she had ran out of water and she had ran out of food. And so she thought surely uh, she and her son would die out there. And so she was very um, sad and distraught and God uh, had mercy, mercy uh, on her and uh, he visited her and uh this is what scriptures say happens. And God heard the voice of the lad. Then the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What ails you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift the lad, and hold him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. Then she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. So God was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. He dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. And so scripture tells us that a a Hagar was Egypt. That was her uh, nationality. That was her heritage. But what many people don't know is Egypt is North Africa. So when you look at uh, uh, Egypt uh, back then, uh, the word Africa had not yet been created. So when scripture tells us that uh, when it mentions Egypt in uh, ancient uh, history, then it's talking about the area where black people uh, uh, dwelt. And so how, how can we know that as a matter of fact? We can turn to scripture and it will tell us. So if we turn to uh Psalm 78, down in verse 30, it says, He did not spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to a plague and destroyed all the firstborn in Egypt, the first of the strength in the tents of Ham. So if it's telling us it's in the tents of Ham, Ham is the dark-skinned son of uh, uh, Noah. So we know for sure that that's uh, 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 the area where African people dwell. Just the name Africa, uh, you won't find it in the Bible because it hadn't been discovered yet. But So they refer to it as the land of Ham. This is where the dark-skinned people dwelt. And so also, and that's where uh, apparently Hagar was initially from, because uh, scripture tells us that she was Egyptian. And also, if we go to Psalms 105, down in uh, 23, it says, Israel also came into Egypt. And Jacob sojourned in the land of Ham. 
And so uh, there's another scripture letting you know that Egypt uh, is North Africa. Today, we know that it's North Africa. But at the time, it was only referred to as Ham, as in dark-skinned people. And the last scripture I'll give you uh, proving that is, um, that would be Psalms 106, 21. They forgot their God, Savior, who had done great things in Egypt wondrous works in the land of Ham. And so we have these three scriptures uh, uh, pointing out and backing up the fact that um, Egypt was, 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 was Africa. And so uh, uh, that is a good black biblical history there. But getting back to uh, Hagar, um, uh, God blessed her the same way he blessed Abraham. And it shows the nature of God because uh, God loves all of his children. And we can see the display of um, how God showed his uh, love for him. Because after God um, had instructed Abraham to put Hagar and her son out, then Abraham asked God, well, what's going to happen to my son Ishmael, whom he loved? And so here's what scriptures say uh, God responded back to uh, Abraham. It says, as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. He shall beget 12 princesses and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, who Sarah will bear to you at this time next year. That's Genesis 17, 20. So we see that um, God also blessed uh, uh, Hagar and her son. And because uh, God loves all of us, and both of those uh, sons were Abraham's son. And so what do we have? We really have Jews and Arabs. They're really uh, <laughs> brothers. You know, it's just that their religions uh, separate them, but they came from uh, the same uh, man, the sperm of uh, Abraham. And so, uh, yes, I like learning the nature of God and the scriptures and this story. Like I said, the three of them, uh, the way their stories intertwine, you can see, you know, the mistakes of mankind because Sarah thought surely uh, she was fulfilling God's purpose in allowing her handmaid to uh, produce a child from her husband, which turned out to be a disaster as far as the household running smoothly. That was the end of that. So we see that Sarah made a mistake in that sense because God does not need us to help him do anything. Anything. Uh, God is a miracle working God. And if he promises something, you know, it's it'd be good for us if we will exercise patience and wait and see. Because many times we don't know God's will until after it has happened and we can look back and see God's will. But uh, to make the mistake of trying to make something happen your way or to force something uh, is not in our best interest. So today I'm presenting uh, Hagar. Uh, and we see the nature of God in that. And if you'd like to learn more about Hagar and Sarah, you can download my book, Revealing uh, Black Women in the Bible. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by clicking the button to the right. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, if you're listening on FM, just look up and you'll see the support button and you can support me that way. So thanks so much for listening for today. And until tomorrow, we come with a new presentation. Take care.